we could watch Gargoyles. Not <laughs> not, not new. A new Disney Plus original. What, what if they did old though? Disney original, huh? What if they did though? Updated. That'd it? be cool. It should be sequel or reboot. What do you think? I don't know. What do you think, Dan? Um, I'm not. I'm not too familiar with the franchise. I've only watched six episodes. Oh. <laughs> No, eight episodes. Fuck you. Uh, I thought you've been like watching it. No, nah, here and there. <laughs> Too busy rewatching the Mandalorian. Yeah. Nice. Um Eh, probably reboot, I guess. You could like yeah. just do it again differently. <laughs> it's like yeah. an eighty it's a cartoon thing. Just do right. it again. Yeah. Make them really fly this time. Do they not fly do they glide? They make like a point to say, like, no, we only like soar. It's like, yeah, but you're that's stupid. Mm. Just fly. Okay. I want them to fly. You got big wings. Yeah. Fly just fly yeah watch the great 2004 movie gargoyle wings of darkness yeah, yeah they gar- fly in there they f- that's a flying gargoyle yeah it flying. is a cool goddamn show though yeah Riker is the bad guy mm-hmm. always got prophecy on <laughs> it's just, just always prophecy, prophecy is playing in the background and during his scenes john frankenheimer plays the bad guy yeah. in uh mm-hmm. in gargoyle yeah you know what's wow. really funny is that you told me to put that picture up on our twitter yeah and none of us retweeted it or liked it <laughs> like neither me or you liked it or retweeted it and no one did anything with it like it was just it just went under the radar completely (laughs) yeah i'll do it right now i forgot (laughs) i think it's the last thing up there yeah the star trek put put up the fucking movie put put prophecy on the bruce screen war i spent like 20 minutes at work doing (laughs) i think it's the last thing on our twitter and someone uh someone walked up behind me and was like are you putting like faces on top of people and i was like yeah (laughs) I was like, yeah. That's a wild way to say that. It's for like an inside joke. They were like, oh, cool. And then like walked away. And I was like, that was really embarrassing. What if they like looked at it and said, oh, ha. Like that's. (laughs) Like John Frankenheimer. Yeah. Directed the prophecy. That's really funny. That's funny. No, they didn't understand the joke. I was like, this is dumb. They were like, yeah. And then walked away. I'm like, okay. Do we even understand the joke? Do. (laughs) I don't know. I don't think we do. It's a long road of a joke. I don't know if we understand the joke, but I don't we, know if we can, keep making it. I don't know if it can consider a, be considered a joke. It's like a it's like a weird sketch idea. <laughs> it's like a really avant garde, yeah, <laughs> performance, performance theater kind of theater thing. thing. It'd be like on a like a like a PTA directed episode of SNL. Holy shit! And everyone's like, it sucks, but you got to watch it. <laughs> That'd be really cool. PJ. Would that be uh uh oh what's her name? My Rudolph? No. Oh. Mila Jovovich. Would that be your first time? His wife? <laughs> Y'all coming on to SNL? Has she ever hosted before? I don't know. She probably has. Yeah. Hasn't she? Why wouldn't know. she? What's stopping her? He, his wait a minute. So PTA would direct it, and then his his, his... wife Mila Jovovich. <laughs> PTA's right? yeah. wife. Paul Anderson's wife. <laughs> right she'd come on and host i guess and then maybe maybe the maybe her brother-in-law paul thomas could oh, yeah, like maybe. be a bit star could, like be a bit in there and their brother wes yeah he'd come on you know he'd be in the audience he'd have at least one funny sketch in him i think oh you think yeah it would what would wes anderson sketch on snl look like it'd be like brad pitt peeing on a is Brad Pitt in any of his movies? Bush. Wouldn't it literally be like a meta? No. The joke, the joke for a Wes Anderson thing would be a literal meta thing where he's like in a dollhouse and his actors are pretending to be dolls. Yes. And it's like, 
that's the joke is that that's what he does yeah that seems like an SNL but there would it would be shot i could already picture how that shot like a wes anderson movie (laughs) yeah yeah you excited for his new one uh what is his new one it's france yeah that's all i know about it right it's just Uh, been like it's france and that's it's like there's like a plot or something because like he lives in paris now yes and he's like ah i never do movies about where i live but i'll do this one (laughs) it's what it's called the french dispatch that yes. sounds cool. A sounds like a Wes Anderson movie. American German comedy drama film. Uh, Describes a love letter to journalists set at an outpost of an American newspaper in a fictional 20th century French city centering on three storylines. Yeah, yes, I'm into that. That and, sounds yes. extremely. Yeah. And the cast is, I mean, it's a it's a Wes, Wes Anderson, Anderson cast. movie. Yeah. Um, has Christoph Waltz been in a movie of his before? Because he's in this one. I don't know. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Kate Winslet, Elizabeth Moss. So he's getting new people in this one. Jeffrey Wright. Oh Ooh. shit! Even yeah. a good. Or is it? Were you in the middle of a Wright-a-sans? Like he's uh, the Wright-a-sans is awesome. Like since uh, what's it? Uh, Westworld. Westworld. Yeah, yeah. Like since then he's been in everything. Roll. Yeah, Henry Winkler. It's gonna be. Ooh, a Win- town. We got a Winkler. We got a Winkler. Benicio del Toro. Holy shit! This is not a Wes Anderson <laughs> cast. Uh, Timothy Chalamet, and then uh, Francis McDormand, Bill Murray. Okay, there you go. Uh, Leia Sado. I don't know if okay. she's usually in it. Uh, Total Swinton's, uh, Cherche, Ronan, yeah. uh, Willem Dafoe, Owen Wilson, Adrian Brady, Jason Schwartzman. Jesus Christ. They're all, and they're all, like, I love the I love these movies because they're going to be in it for 30 seconds tops. <laughs> like, they're, like, every, like, he puts every mate, like minor character in his movie is a huge celebrity lead in yeah. another movie. Yeah. I want to say, though. He just knows all these people. I yeah. want to say, though. I'm less interested in this version of the because apparently when it was first announced, it was very high, heavily rumored to be a musical film. Yes, and that sounds fucking awesome. It's not. Also, apparently huh. Natalie Portman and Brad Pitt were were supposed to be in the movie. When are we getting the 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 Wes Anderson Brad Pitt movie that be, that's been sort of been on the cards for a long time now? Be good. Um. Hmm. Yeah, he he directed him in like a commercial for like American Express or something like. Oh right, yeah in 2006 and i ever since then i've wanted them to do a full the, feature the train one is that it no it was like a different one was he also in the train one i don't know i know adrian brody was in that adrian brody i can't was remember who else was in that uh i'm not sure but i've always wanted them to do like a feature together because i think that would brad work Pitt very well do yeah. in wes anderson world would be amazing it would be wild yeah it would be really funny so when's that supposed to come out it doesn't have a release date god damn I'm assuming next year because it's wrapped filming in March of 2019. Okay, so it'll probably be next year. Probably early 2020. Maybe. Cool. Springtime. Depending on... I mean, that does, do those films have a ton of post-production work on them? Probably, probably yeah. yeah. They're Let kind them. of effects-heavy, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, now, I mean, nowadays they are. Can, I, I want to just... With someone in this movie, I just want to point some. I want to do... Like, Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. I think it's really funny that him as a person seems to fit his name perfectly like have you uh, <laughs> what timothy you ever seen how his name yeah. is spelled yeah it's like e yeah da, like a, a accent e and then chalamet yeah like have you, you've seen him the yeah. presence he gives and like the like the aura he has seems like oh yeah that's a dude named timothy chalamet yeah. spelled exactly <laughs> like that <laughs> so like he fits his name yeah 100 right because a uh, trailer when Little Women came on, yes. when we saw Knives Out, I'm like, dude, come on. 
Yeah. Can you even play anything different than what you're doing here? <laughs> you've been every movie I've seen you in. You've been this character. Yeah, kinda. Yeah. I've, I've, I'm, I'm excited to see him yep. play. Uh, he's gonna be Paul Atreides, Paul Atreides in yeah. Dune. He's very gonna have different. To ride a fucking sandworm. Yeah, he's a very different. Char- I hope he's a very active character because, like, it'll be interesting. My own, the only thing, yeah, the only thing is with Dune, is like it's a very reactive story with like a, yeah. like a lot of the characters don't do anything. Uh, I kind of want them to maybe engineer it so that we like you know the characters have more of a drive to them but we'll see what they do um have you seen timothy chalamet movie i've seen Lady Bird. okay yeah yeah and i think that's the only one that i've seen but he, he plays timothy he plays the timothy yeah. chalamet in that movie yeah little woman looked okay yeah, yeah. looked like a looked like a Lady Bird movie yeah i like i like Lady Bird a lot a gerwig film that's what yeah, i'm trying to say yeah yeah looked it. like a gerwig i like Lady Bird a lot florence Poe. Florence Poe. Apparently she's really good in it. I think there's been early screeners of this movie, and apparently Florence Poe knocks it out of the park. I'm like, sure she does. Nice. Oh, yeah. she Florence Poe makes me want to go see that wrestling movie. That oh, she was right. Out, fighting with my fighting family. family. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, man, Florence Poe's the lead in that movie. Like, I kind of want to see it. Yeah. I've heard that was, like, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, might I mean, be not a waste of time. Stephen Merchant directed it, right? Yeah. yeah. It's weird. Based off the wrestler page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. I don't know too much about Paige. Me neither. She's cool. Yeah. Emma Watson. Emma Watson in that movie. Uh, Little Women, not 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 fighting the wrestling movie. Yeah. (laughs) Although that would be cool. That would be cool. Now this is podcasting. Hello, friends. This is it. Came from Basement, a show where we cover the contents of the '96 discs inside a mysterious DVD binder that has been delivered to us via the turning wheel of fate. I am Dean, he, slash, him. I'm Dan, he, him, slash. I'm, I'm Roxy, <laughs> she, semicolon, her. <laughs> nice. Um, what movie are we doing today? I uh, forget. Um, <laughs> it's a 2004 film, uh, Evilenko. Once upon a time, there was a little girl just like you, with hair just like yours, and eyes just like yours. The wood stripper. You ever heard of him? A man who kills children. Not just children, women too. As long as they're young enough, of course. How many is the kid? 22. What's worse, we don't have a single lead. No witnesses, no clues. He's constantly on the move, striking everywhere. That's traveling around, all those inspections. What are you doing? A little bit of murdering on the side, perhaps? Oh my god! I can't believe it, that it's you who's hunting down that monster. What do you know about it? The child killer who eats his victims. It takes a very unusual type of man to do a thing like this. Oh, on the contrary, it could be anything. Do you think the man's insane? The answer's yes. You have to be mentally ill to kill for the simple pleasure of killing. Why have you arrested my husband? Your husband is suspected of murder. Written and directed by... Do you mind? Jeff? (laughs) Do you mind? Do you mind making those noises? Uh, Written and directed by David Grieco. Um, Based on the novel by... The same. Oh, wait, really? Yeah. Oh, it was his novel? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. 
the communists or the communists that killed the communists that eat the eight, eight children yeah is it a fiction or is it a it is based on the oh okay knocking boys. oh knocking boys coming over um it, it, i know it's based it's on a based real on story. a real real real, real, real serial killer in the soviet union yeah oh um, knocking boys having a time yeah not knocking boys getting his knock his, on his knock so. on <laughs> um but is the novel fictional? I don't know. Or is it Hold like... On. Yeah, okay. are we looking this up? I didn't do too much research on this one at all. That's fair. I mean... It's actually kind of interesting from what I looked up. Um, okay. I just didn't really want to read about child murder and rape, honestly. Yeah. Uh, the tag word for this... The tag... Whatever. Uh, content warning. Uh, this movie deals with a serial killer who raped... Uh, children? Uh, yeah, killed and ate children. Yeah, cannibalism... So, if you don't want to hear us talking about that, which I don't think we're going to get too much into it, because I don't really want I to. I don't really want to. We'll we'll give the the general yeah. beats of the of the movie, but I mean, we're not going to get into the crimes. Besides, really. like a couple scenes, this movie doesn't really get into that either. It just uses like this is why we need to catch this dude. Yeah, kind of. So, but just you know, yeah. Uh, if you don't want to listen to that, then I so uh, we are about to talk about the real yeah serial killer for like 40 seconds so well we'll probably mention it but i was just gonna say that grico's it says it's adapted from grico's novel okay so because it's a different name like they reach it named the the malcolm mcdowell's character is not mm. named after the real yeah. historical murderer but okay. which you know they've renamed a real historical murderer and they named him evilenko yeah yeah it's it's i why it's kind of awesome because he's evil <laughs> yeah but that's stupid I kind of thought that, like, the title card of this movie, I was kind of like, oh, this could be cool, because yeah, it was Evil Enko, and, like, the evil was red, and yeah. then the Enko was white, and the O was the... The sickle and... The, yeah, and I'm like, okay. And yeah. it's, like, a little goofy. I'm like, okay, cool, maybe this will be, like, yeah, a pulpy... Yeah, I thought it was gonna be like a... a fun, pulpy thing or whatever, and then immediately, it's fucking not. Yeah. yeah. No. I assumed this movie was going to be uh, I guess, I a slasher starring uh, a... A, a psycho commie right is like where i thought it was going to be a kind of a fun thing but it, no it, it, i don't know if that. it knows what it is uh david grico's father founded the italian communist party so he's like a political guy. interesting interesting yeah interesting interesting yeah didn't know that yeah um uh this movie stars Oh, look what I've put down here. As uh, the main character, Andre Evelenko, Malky McDowell <laughs> is the words that I put. Was that an accident? Uh, no, but I apparently didn't write any other things after that. For him? For him. You were too proud of that joke. Yeah. I gotta let this one sit. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I guess I don't need to mention what Malcolm McDowell was in. I think this a tagline for this podcast is Halloween be... 2007. <laughs> that's um, it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I think a good tagline for this this podcast would be they have a tenuous grasp on the concept of jokes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Malcolm McDowkey. Malky. Malky. McDowkey. McDowkey. No, joke. Joke. Uh, he was in heavy air quotes. Was he? Was he in Get Smart? I Probably. feel like with with with. I almost said Michael Scott with Michael Scott. You yeah, were right. With Michael Scott. 
I've been watching The Office. Uh huh. Why? I just was like, I've never watched it. I figured like I'd get that. Okay. Uh, it's infuriating. Yeah. Because Michael Scott is a scumbag. No, yeah. it's tough to. I, I've been around when that show's been on kind of recently. There's a couple good episodes of that show. Oh, for sure. But yeah. like, there's, there's like, a couple good classic bits in that show. I think. But a lot of it is like he's actually an asshole. Like a scumbag. No, he's a bad person. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and the show goes to very extreme lengths to, like, make you feel bad for him sometimes. All the time. There are, there are like, a lot of the jokes in it are definitely at his expense. Yeah. Like, he, look how bad he is. But then, like, the end of the episode, it's like, oh, I didn't invite him to a party. Aren't you so sad for him? He's so, like... That's, like, the show. I like, know. And he doesn't like, really get off the hook. Like, there's always a thing for him to be, like, forgiven for. And mm-hmm. everyone's just like, aw. It's like, well, I don't know. <laughs> Fuck him. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, I like wild. the one where uh, Kevin drops the bucket of chili. <laughs> Maybe one of the top five <laughs> greatest jokes of all time. That's yeah. a good... Uh... He's trying to shove it back into the bucket. There was a really funny one that I watched recently in season two uh-huh. where Michael... Uh, <laughs> His whole thing is that he likes to wake up in bed um, to the smell of bacon, so he puts a dwarf oh, Mormon grill. Yeah, and he burns um, his and he steps on it because he forgot that he put it on. He wakes up, puts the bacon on, right. goes back to sleep, <laughs> wakes up again to the smell of bacon, and he stepped on it this time. So he comes into work with his foot wrapped in bubble wrap, and he's going around the entire time like I'm dying. I need help. No one yeah. cares about me. Meanwhile. When he went to go get him from his house, Dwight smashed his car into a pole, and the entire episode has a concussion. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I remember that. It's, like, slowly getting worse over the course of the episode. And, like, it's really cool, and everyone's like, Dwight, what's going on? And he's, like, being weird. And it's really funny. There's a, there's a shot of him on his computer. There's a shot of him on his computer, and it cuts to his computer, and he's just typing Dwight, Dwight, Dwight over and over again. Man, The Office is good when it's good. It's good when it's good. And then yeah. he has to, Michael has to, I don't know, say the N-word or something. <laughs> Do a Chris Rock bit in, in like the second episode. Yeah. And just says the N-word a bunch. They bleep it out, but. Right. It's still, but that's like part of the thing. It, it's aged weirdly. But. It has, I can't imagine this would have been comfortable watching when it was on. Oh, but. no. I think it was uncomfortable, but I think like just the degree to which like, aw. Yeah. Right. Poor him, though, is like maybe not. I yeah, don't know. I don't know if I have any emotional bandwidth. For I think that. I think my favorite bit is when uh, they go to New- he goes to New York. I think you've said this before. It's <laughs> like I like to go to New York to get my favorite New York slice. Oh. And he fucking points up and the camera pans oh, yeah. up instead of Sparrow. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, his favorite, no. like his favorite like authentic New York slice. I think there's a bit in it that kills me every time. It might be in that same episode because I think he's in New York. I think that's just like, a great episode. Is yeah. the New York one? He's like apparently looking. I haven't seen it. Um, I think Liz told me about it. He's looking out the window and he's like, ah, the sights, and he's looking at like a building or something. <laughs> just like a big yeah. wall. Ah, uh, the sights. Anyway, yeah, this that's is a good our, one. Our office. Uh, People, the, the, the one, the directors of that show are wild though. The directors of the show. J.J. Abrams directed an episode. Oh wow. I think Quentin Tarantino directed an episode of the office. Maybe. I don't think so. I don't I feel like, let me say, oops, maybe. Keep talking. I believe I'm going to so. look up a guy's I like characters. the one where um, they, they go in the woods and Dwight, like, follows Michael into the woods. Oh, yeah. Like, he's going camping or something and Dwight is, like, looking out for him. So he, like, 
follows and it's like oh because he like did stalks michael him look, into the woods because michael like left to live in the woods yeah right? <laughs> yeah he was like upset with everyone so dwight like helps him from afar because doing... he'll die immediately yeah. yeah and he's doing like the vlog or whatever and yeah. it's like michael don't eat the bad stuff That's it's really very yeah, it's a pretty good yeah that was funny yeah the office got some good stuff i'm trying to find direct a guest director thing because i know there's some wild what else was malcolm mcdowell in while we're waiting was he ever in the office? Probably. Right? I would, say, lost... I would say maybe. You think he auditioned for Creed? <laughs> you think he lost it and was better about that? Fuck. You know who was in Get Smart? It wasn't Malcolm McDowell. It was, was Terrence Terrence Stamp. Stamp. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, that was unreal. I, I, that's true. I'm not kidding. Terrence Stamp was in Get Smart. No, I'm Malcolm McDowell. I thought it was Malcolm McDowell. <laughs> they must... They must get the same roles, like on their desk. Are, right? yeah, are they are they like competing for the same Probably. same Absolutely. roles? I almost said when you're like, "What was Malcolm McDowell in?" I almost said Superman two, <laughs> and I should. I can't. Star Wars Episode it. One, Phantom Yeah, we uh, ran into uh, a person at a bar the other night. Oh yeah, that looked identical, suspiciously, suspiciously like Terrence Stamp. But when I said, "Holy shit, is that Terrence Stamp?" I actually said, holy shit, is that Malcolm McDowell? <laughs> and uh, we spent a couple minutes trying to remember Terrence Stamp's name. Yeah, unfortunately. Sorry, Mr. Stamp. Mr. Stamp. Friend of the show. Friend friend of the show is Terrence Stamp. Um, you know, Malcolm McDowell, Malky McDowkey, as I like to say, he was in, oh, he was in Heroes, wasn't he? He was in oh. Heroes, yeah. Wasn't he? Yeah, he was, you know, Clockwork Orange... Um, Lucky Man, Cat People, Star Trek Generations. Oh yeah, he is Halloween two thousand seven, like you said. Uh, Heroes, yeah, he was the he was uh the dad, Mister Petrelli. Oh yeah, he was the Petrelli father, oh, the patriarch of the Petrellis. Okay, yeah, I don't really remember that, but uh, Franklin and Bash, Mozart in the Jungle. Metalocalypse, because everyone's in Metalocalypse. He was in Bolt. He was in Call of Duty Black Ops Three. Nice, I guess. God of War Three. Who's he in God of War Three? I don't know. Let's find out. Just did... uh, I was in. Oh, he's uh, the guy, the dad of Icarus, whatever his name is. Ah, uh, Icarus's dad. Yeah. So you find your thing? Oh, uh, I, I was being correct. I guess thinking, that's my guess. I don't know. Uh, John Favreau directed an episode of The Office. Okay, that makes Brian sense. Brian Cranston directed an episode of The Office. Um, Joss Whedon directed, I think, two episodes of The Office. Really? Uh, uh, Paul Feig. Paul Feig? Feig. Directed a few. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Mark Webb directed one. Oh. Not that he's good, usually, but whatever. Uh, there's somebody else. <laughs> what? Well, I don't know. I, f I feel like I've seen something that he's done recently that was pretty good. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Did he direct a couple He directed of a couple episodes okay. of that. Yeah. That was pretty good. Um, yeah. I'm sure it's... Yeah. 500 Days of Summer is pretty good. Yeah, 500 Days of Summer is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Howard Ramis directed a few episodes of The Office. Oh, huh. The Ramis. Yeah. Oh, The Ramis. <laughs> Um, Who else is in Ivalenko? Lysev is played by Martin Sokas. Who's Lysev? 
Lysev is a guy. Is he the cop? Uh, or not the cop, the magistrate. The magistrate, yeah. Um, Aeon Flux, Kingdom of Heaven. Oh. He was Celeborn in Fellowship of the Ring. I know I've seen this dude's face. Uh, he was the voice of Poggle the Lesser in Attack of the Clones. I don't know what that means. He was the Who's, king. Is he one of the Geonosians? Yeah. Okay. King, like the king of the Geonosians is Poggle the Lesser. So he doesn't and he just he talk in like that guy. Yeah. Interesting. The guy who was the magistrate in this movie. That's interesting. Yeah. Sir, Sarah Celeborn in Fellowship. Wait, the magistrate, like the he's the dude who's investigating. Is that what you mean? Yeah. yeah. Like the main, the guy who should have been in the first scene of the movie. Yeah. Not like the fiftieth. Yeah. The guy who we should have followed the whole time? Like, yeah. The, uh, okay. Richter is played by Ronald Pickup. He's from those... Ronald Pickup? <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's from those uh, Best Damn Marigold Hotels. Oh, nice. Yeah. I think I saw the first one of that. The two of them. Yeah. Is That's there like, going to be a third one? I remember the Why old not? people. Yeah. It's, it's like the old people of. movie. It's like the old people in like Dev Patel, right? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it Dev Patel? <laughs> That's Patel. The, the, the old just, person's young he like, person. Yeah, the, is he just charming the no, old? he like owns, it's like his hotel or something. Oh, I've never like seen the these movies. He owns... it and it's just like old people stay there. And he's like, it's like his, he, he like is swindles he... someone out of a hotel or something. And oh. then like he's got all these clients coming in like a day or, I forget, I don't know. Is he charming to the old people? I think so, probably. Well, then, then I want to watch this movie. Yeah, it's a, it, I, I had a nice little <laughs> afternoon. Dev Patel owns the, the old people banging <laughs> hotel, I guess. it. I know, I'm just saying, like, it's funny. You heard it here first. <laughs> right, ironic no, fact. Little known fact. That Dev, Dev Patel, Patel was in the movie. Yeah. Now you know. <laughs> Friend of the show, Dev Patel. He hasn't been in very many movies. Uh, uh, he's been in a few. He's been in a few, and I feel like his chances at being in more, he's not been in one movies that have... Dean, what? His movie, <laughs> the movies that he has been haven't, like, taken off, you know, like... Right. Yeah, I mean Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah, and Lion, right? Are the two? I think I don't really only it. Oh, he was never mind. I mean, he's been working. Yeah, no, no, no. The Shyamalan. He'll get another big thing. Um, uh, the last, the last Airbender. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was gonna say something. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say the reason why like his list looks small to me is because I'm used to like. Binder, binder actors, actors? who have been in like 10 movies a year for the last 30 years yeah and i'm like oh man he's only been in 10 movies since 2008 and it's like it's probably fine yeah like that's probably like enough for an actor but these guys you know plus he probably does a lot of theater i don't know but um I mean, <laughs> maybe like he's it. on tv you bunch i don't know he's taking up that time doesn't seem like it where's Deb patel at right now um he had two movies that came out in the last in this year Which the one? personal history of david copperfield and he played david copperfield nice and then oh peter capaldi was in that too and hugh laurie and total swin oh. directed by armando ananucci oh nice so hmm. i kind of want to see that yeah now. okay uh, <laughs> all right and then he did a dub for uh, a french animated movie called i lost my body nice this is something called green knight about the green knight Wait, yeah about, like the green sir, knight? G- sir guywin guywin yeah. oh holy shit he plays he plays the Green Knight. The Green Knight? Yeah. I've what heard the about f- that. He's directing it. He, uh, it's David Lowry? David Lowry. Yep, I've heard about this. It what? awesome. Yeah. Dev Patel, Barry, Kyogen, uh, Kyogen, I don't know, uh, Ralph, Innocent, Alicia Vikander, and Sean Harris. Nice. Whoa! Upcoming medieval fantasy film. 
He plays not the Green Knight. Gawain? Is he the Green Knight? Gawain. Or is and, it Gawain and the Green and Knight? And the Green Knight is yeah. his name. So he plays Gawain. Was... That's oh, okay. awesome. Sean Harris. Sean Harris uh-huh. plays King Arthur. Whoa! Shit. Yeah. It's an A24 movie. So. so Whoa! Is there yeah. a trailer or something? No. I don't think so. Wow, that immediately shot up to like one of my biggest excitement. I forgot movies. that movie was getting made, but I remember being excited about it when I read about it. How did I never? I, this is the first I've heard about this. I, I don't know. That's awesome. Sign me up. Yeah. All right. Uh, and that's all the cast of this movie. <laughs> Just those two people? It's Well, there's three. Oh, I forgot who the third one was. Malky, Martin, Cossacks, and, and Ronald Pickup. Who was Ronald Pickup again? He was in the Best Damn Marigolds. Oh, he played Richter. He was was he the doctor? Was he the doctor? The psychiatrist, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who was also a rapist, right? Mm. Isn't that a thing? I don't think so. Wasn't he brought in because he had a prior? But then he said I didn't do that. That's not me. Oh. But I don't under, I didn't understand that scene. I actually that scene was really interesting to me and I kind of liked it. Because like of the, the way the that... The big interrogations? Yeah. Thing? Yeah, where I, they had, like, all the interrogations going on at once. That was a cool. wild concept to me, yeah. that they had all these interrogations going on in an abandoned warehouse. Like, group interrogations? Right. Yeah, that was interesting. Um, I don't know, like, how they found... Like, I guess they just found people who might fit it. But the thing that was really interesting to me about that scene is that Malcolm McDowell was not, like, a like a focus in, for a little while. Like, yeah. he was just in the background, and I thought that was great. Yeah, yeah. that's how the movie should have played it. Yeah. And not had it been about him for half an hour before that. Or the entire rest of the movie. Yeah, because like, it's, why would it be about the guy that, I don't know. Again, it's like the fucking thing with the other movie. What's that other one? The church hopping one? Oh, um. Nazi guy. Uh, the Kane. Statement? Yeah. Like, why are we following the guy that is the baddest one? Yeah. Right. Why are we, there's a, is that a, like a genre of movie where, we follow the morally reprehensible guy and not the cops trying to get him or something like like it seems like it but then this movie we do follow the cop too yeah for like a good like not half but approaching half and that's my biggest problem with this film is that it sets it up as like a um like you're watching both sides and you're not sure how it's going to end like kind of thing like like a like a cat and mouse game but it's not no. because the dude does, Malcolm McDowell does nothing to to Throw the cops off his scent the entire movie. Yeah, you know? it's not a game with the cops. He's just doing. He's his just thing. doing his thing, and then eventually they're kind of like, "Oh, I guess we can get him now, right?" Yeah, yeah. And they kind of go do. So this movie. Yeah. So he is a communist, uh, and that's like what his big thing is. He's like, "I'm a communist." Yeah. Through and 1984 through. Nineteen eighty four. It opens in. Uh, oh, speaking of, if you like movies in the binder that have weird, arbitrary, uh, how many blank years later. Oh, yeah. This movie has a couple of them. It does have a couple cuts forward. Oh, yeah. Because this movie just bounces like, it's two years later. Now seven years later. Now eight years later. It's like, okay, who cares? Like, nothing changed. Right. Weird. (laughs) Like, from the beginning. I think I might have missed a bunch of those. Yeah. And I don't remember it having a different... They keep jumping through time. Yeah. This movie also, like, like... Like, he's a communist. That's his big thing. And the tagline of this film and his own personal, like motivation not motivation but just like the way he acts seems to suggest that he's really mad about like the diso- like this uh, disillusionment of the current generation of the, right? oh yeah or like just like the the um like it's the breaking even... up of the soviet union yeah, too. yeah the soviet yeah. union's gone so he but that doesn't like... factor into the fucking movie at all except for him being mad about it yeah he's not pissed really. about it like you don't so he goes and 
murders and eats kids. But then that's not even really what he's doing. No, before, right. That's just something that it's also like, bothers him on the yeah. side. That doesn't. Yeah, right. Because it's that whole weird scene where that dude pretends to be his dad for a second, and he's like about to break down until like the girl breaks him out of it, and it's like, okay, so he has issues. This guy. This well, Wikipedia article. That's not how I read that scene. This okay. is driven by his psychopathic urges and embittered by the collapse of the Soviet Union. Yeah. He goes on this crime spree. So it's like, you know, okay. maybe then. But I like, guess. I don't think that's how it reads at all. Uh, so he's like a school teacher at the beginning of the movie, right? Yeah. Uh, he got a bad wig. Yeah. He <laughs> looks like a big doofus. He does look like a big doofus in this movie. <laughs> he also looks like a huge perv. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> props. And Malcolm McDowell, even the way he carries himself, it's very, like, inward. Yeah. And his, uh, his hands, like, yeah. do a lot of, like telegraphing i think of how kind of antsy he is yeah shit. he's very he's, he's very... got those glasses that make his eyes like big really like he's got bubbles glasses yeah. that, like <laughs> make his eyes look huge yeah uh so he's like a school teacher he like yells at a girl in class for he steals a kid's like basketball or something well the kid a soccer ball hits him. He's outside on the playground, and he gets hit by a soccer ball. And like, he takes it. And he takes it. And then the kid's like, hey, can I have that back? And he's like, no. It's never is... yours to begin yeah, with because communism. Yeah. Yeah. So then that he's was like, oh, something, okay. I guess. And then I think, wasn't the girl, like, fl- like flashing a boy in class? It didn't look like it. I it looked that's... like she just had her... No, nah, I think she did. Because I went back because I was like, that's really what this movie's doing, like, mm. four minutes in. Because I think she gets his attention to the other kids to look yeah. at her and then like once she realizes that the teachers it's weird it's a weird I, movie. Mean, I mean it looked that's how like, i read it but I, I don't know it looked odd yeah well i think it's just like i couldn't tell exactly what was going on i think probably because they had the camera pointed right at this little girl mm-hmm. so they couldn't have her actually exposed but they right. still wanted that like effect right that's how i read it is it just looked stupid and yeah it was gross and weird. it looked like she just like didn't have her legs crossed yeah but um, the implication i got was that she was showing another a boy in the class right and, it was know, really weird it was bad and then uh he uh evelenko uh tells her to like stay after class because she's got to like clean up and she, he starts uh calling her some gross names um and then and then like has her talk to his dick yeah <laughs> well like, there's a lot of that in this movie talking talking to, to his penis yeah is like a big I don't, well i don't know maybe not it's happened more than i thought it would which was like i don't know at least twice in a movie it doesn't like he does he have like issues yeah with his dick <sighs> Does he's it? got issues with sex. I mean, well, the whole thing is that he's like... Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. He thinks he... One, he believes he's impotent. He, um, okay. And he is grateful for that because I think he views sex as a vile thing. But he gets turned on by, like, being a murdery mm-hmm. creepo. So, like... Right. Because his wife thinks he can't ha- get an yeah. erection. And then maybe that's... I don't know if the idea is that's the only time he can get an erection. But he also, like... The whole point is that the cop makes him look at his hard cock for him to, like, realize something about himself. It's I thought weird. there was a thing where they couldn't find... He couldn't... Uh, he, he, they tell him to, to jerk off in a cup. To, for and a he said it wouldn't work. He said he wouldn't work, because I don't... I'm impotent or whatever. Right. Um, oh, but that was, like, 
false. It's just because he wouldn't be able to do it because there was no kids he was about to murder. I yeah. Think. Do you know okay. what's really interesting about this film is that the real life serial killer also did this to women, not just children. Not just children. So yeah. it's a weird turn to make it exclusively about children in this film. He did it like to a lot of women and also like, yeah, the age ranges were like much right. more varied than he had like a few older women. Yeah, mm. so he was just a so the film like simplifies it. Serial killer. I mean, he killed a lot of children. Yeah, yeah. Like that's a thing, but the it, the film just like kind of focuses on that. Which he'll... I guess if you want to make, yeah, it's it's. He also yeah. had kids. He, he had, had kids. children because he believed that he. So the problem wasn't that he was impotent. He just believed he couldn't maintain an erection. Mm. That was his thing. He couldn't get that. Mm. Uh, the way it goes in a little bit of detail on his Wikipedia page on how he they got yeah. his wife pregnant. Just really, if the you real wanna, the real killer, the yeah. real guy. Do you want to know? I not especially. All right, well then I'll not especially uh, in the recording of this episode. <laughs> okay, I mean I might. It's gross. It's weird. I mean it's whatever. Okay, it's not as weird as it could be. I guess if he wasn't a serial killer, it'd be like, huh? I guess that's. I guess if that worked, you know. Oh, what, what is, is it? it? Yeah, oh, nah. he just jerked off in his hand and then like pushed it into her. <laughs> okay. Which I mean, if he yeah, wasn't a serial if he wasn't killer, crazy, it'd be like, oh, I, sure, I guess. Yeah, but he was crazy, and definitely, like, I don't know. That just kind of adds to the crazy file. Yeah. Um, is it? He has a, He was in an arranged marriage too, which is interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's not how it came off. Oh no. Right. Does this movie also imply that he has? Psychic powers? Yes, very much so. Multiple times in this okay. film. Okay. Did I, you miss that? I there forget are, this. But... There are multiple scenes where he stares at someone and then they just do what he said. That was the whole scene with the guy at the end. When he was telling the dude what to do and telling him to undress. That's because he earlier in the film he did that to a couple of women. There was oh, like, right. yeah, I guess yeah, that was he a like thing stares, in the movie, right? Remember, he was in the train station. He yeah. stares at the woman, and he gets up and leaves, and she like is like hypnotized, following him, and that's when the um, that's when the psychiatrist bumps into her, and she's like, and runs away. I don't remember that. And then he goes into the bathroom, and then he immediately... is that what? Okay, I don't know if we want to get to it now, but just uh, we could just say yes or no. Is that what the whole fucking end of the movie is? Yes. As weird as it fucking is. Yes, yeah. that's probably what they're replicating. Was his. Well, at the very end? Yes. Yeah. I think so. Like, the last yeah. shot of the movie? <sighs> okay. Which we'll reserve a... Yeah. We a, need a, a discussion We need a whole spot for that. I had no idea he was a fucking X-Men villain. Yeah, no. This yeah. Time. Yeah. That's how it, the movie plays it. Like, he has... Wh- okay. I have purple, another question, Purple then. man powers. Why? I don't know. I don't know. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Just kind of maybe playing off know. of that, like, the way that, like, I guess some serial killers are always seen as, like... Uh, like very, like oh, they were so nice in person, and yeah, like you they, wouldn't you wouldn't expect them. They're so charming that it, yeah, this way, and you just can't help but be charmed by them. Maybe it was like Maybe a that's... weird thing of that. Yeah. Like we can't possibly play this dude as charming because he's a scumbag and looks gross. So we might as well make it seem like he literally controlled people's minds. But then the whole weird thing with the dude but that's the, fucking dumb. It's yeah. wild. <laughs> it's dumb. Especially when like the movie subvert like the movie presents that as actually happening and then subverts that by the other dude pretending. Cause like the dude the cop takes his clothes off and like the guy bites his neck. Yeah. And then he's like, I was just doing that to make you look at your hard dick. Right. And but so he was pretending, but earlier in the film it works. 
I forgot that there was a whole scene about convincing him to look at his hard yeah. dick. There's a whole fucking scene about that. I didn't realize that the supposition was that he was being controlled via his powers. Oh, yeah. I thought he was just playing into his weirdness. No, he was like he was very much supposed to be pretending to be hypnotized there. That is insane. Isn't that wild? Oh, and then there was the little girl that he tries to hypnotize with his powers and she like runs away. Yeah. She like breaks the hold and like Was well, that with the doctor? That was a psychiatrist, right? That scene? No, it was like the little girl and uh she crosses the train tracks. That was psychiatrist. Oh, that was the same thing. Yeah, yeah. the psychiatrist um, comes in and pretends to be his dad. Because he thinks he's schizophrenic, right? Right. He says schizophrenia comes from, like, a certain source. He thinks he's got dad issues. Yeah. Right? So, so then, he just... Well, he yes, does, because he didn't was, know his dad, right? His father was communism. <laughs> he was born in the... In the, communism, everyone... Yeah, the Soviet Union was his father, so I could assume... No, every, wasn't his dad not a communist? Wasn't that the no, issue? I, I have yeah. no idea. I think that was the problem. <laughs> he hate. said his dad was a... Tra- in that interrogation scene in the warehouse, in the group interrogation, he talks about how his dad uh, was like... I don't even know who the fuck his dad was. He died in a labor camp or something. He said, yeah, he's a traitor, and I'm glad he's dead. I don't remember that at all. He's like, I'm glad I didn't know him. Um, but the whole psychiatrist scene, he pretends to be his dad, and then Malcolm McDowell was like transfixed, it looked like, to me at least, and then like looks like he's about to cry. And then the, yeah. the psychiatrist does like a waving motion to the girl, like, come here. But she screams and runs away, and then at that point, Malcolm McDowell stabs the dude. See, I took it as she screams because, oh, he's got a knife, and he's going to stab this guy. Oh, okay. When does she run away? Is this when she runs away and crosses the train tracks, and he he thinks thinks that she gets hit with the train? And then then he's crying to his wife, I saw a kid get murdered, and I didn't have anything to do with it. (laughs) <laughs> and like that really affected him yeah and she's just actually running away yeah she which doesn't fine. amount to anything yeah that's i thought that was gonna back. pay off yeah that no. doesn't that's not the reason he gets caught he just that's gets... exactly i thought that like her being alive would mean something mean the, the cat yeah to wait catch him at the end. i just have another i had another piece of evidence as to him being psychic the dude he he after um he murders a woman he walks a, to past like a soviet uh like outpost and a guard catches him and asks him for his documentation the next time the yes. guards talk to him, he's like i don't remember this happening but i wrote it down yep i, I thought that was I, I remember that and i thought yeah. what the fuck is going on yeah. this is weird do you remember I that couldn't no. understand so it. do you remember the guard asking mm. for the guard asks him for his documentation he gives it to him it's presumably it cuts away and then the inspector or whatever is going to that station because he the, there was a murder near there Lisev? yeah the the whatever. yeah so he, he's like if anyone has any information come up and he goes some guy walks up and it's like here i wrote this down this happened that day but i don't remember this man hmm, yeah. i don't remember this happening and he's like are you sure this is his name and he's like i'm pretty sure i don't remember it and then that's how they catch him oh weird they catch him like after he stole something from a uh remember that he shoplifted like a suit or something no i don't remember this at all he like jumped on a bus and there was people running after him and then he just gets caught after that i don't remember that at all how did he get caught i have no idea he just gets caught remember. yeah he just gets caught i it's... swear there's a scene where they're just like oh, i guess we can just like go arrest him now and he's yeah. like yeah i'll get a confession out of him and like i don't think you will and he's like well let's try it and then and like they do yeah and it's like wow this is not that tense but the, the movie whatever has no it, it has no forward motion or anything no. it's it's the same thing for two hours i stress i can't stress enough that this is a long movie. Yeah, and for how the binder dare it? Like, the binder has been absolutely consistent oh, until now. Yeah. Now it's you want to be weird. It's been pretty consistent hovering around. There's the... been two movies that have gone 
two, two? Were, two were close. It's been the statement oh and this. God, oh, my God. Bitch. bitch. So the statement was two hours long. Yeah, this, this is yeah. an hour 50, I think. Yeah, this was like an hour 50, but it felt like two full hours. Yeah. Son of a bitch. What, what's, what is with these let's let's follow the criminal movies yeah and they're being really long and pretentious i, I don't know which is even i think my big issue is i don't even care for following like the bad person yeah. i don't know why it feels like these movies are so geared for me to feel sympathy for them yeah like that's just such a like why you don't well why? i don't know if this one not as much did. i feel like the statement did a lot of work yeah, yeah this one is sure. still like the statement was like yeah feel bad for this guy a little bit but this one was like this guy's a monster yeah but but it's still like I don't know. It's like it's a just... t- like a neutral. Like yeah, he's just killing people. That's it. Like it yeah. doesn't really ever give you like there aren't. There's like one or two scenes where it kind of gets across. Oh hey, he killed a lot of kids, and it was like. But even that did. So you're talking about the scene at the end when it's showing the photographs. Yeah. Of... Well, I'm talking about that. I'm talking about when he's in the truck and the entire crowd of people are like, tr- oh, like trying, trying to, to break in the him. truck. I'm yeah. talking about um. There's that one scene where the uh, magistrate goes to, like, his superior about trying to catch him. And mm-hmm. he's like, oh, well, we don't have any evidence. So you need to let him kill someone and catch him in the act oh, of doing right. it. Oh, right, yeah. He was like, I want I want him to go and kill yeah. someone else. Yeah. The right. magistrate scenes were pretty good, I thought. He, there was that one scene where he's, like, freaked out because he thinks there's someone breaking into his house. Yeah. And his daughter has his nose daughter blood. Nose blood. No, and then we, the wife is like, I'm leaving so nose, you can catch nose this blood. guy. Nose blood. Nose blood. His wife, though was catastrophically bad right the actor yeah a little was bit. like yeah uh, that was rough i like the scenes she was in was, but yeah. she was not great in them it was pretty like jarringly awful but what are you gonna do this movie was weird this movie was really freaking weird yeah uh jeff jesus christ i hate it when jeff just opens his mouth his eyes go blank and he just sounds like yeah. a machine i hate when he's getting a transmission from like another universe <laughs> and just sounds like a big vibrating noise it's fucking uh-huh. annoying and, he, and you can't really stop, like, once he's like this. Yeah, what are you going to do? Like, he's 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 only uh, receiving yeah. uh, from a far distance. He's not receiving his, like, immediate surroundings. Yeah, no. so. It's like a, like a sleepwalker. Yeah. You can't wake a sleepwalker while they're sleepwalking. Yeah. You can, but it's dangerous. Yeah, because I don't, well, yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't know if Jeff, in any capacity, could be considered dangerous, but. I don't want to find out. I don't want to find it's out. It's always the unassuming ones. Yeah. yeah, look at Malky McDowell. Would you think he's just going <laughs> to eat kids and dump them down a toilet? If there's, you know, credit to this movie, if there's anyone who could play this character, it's Malcolm McDowell. Yeah, I think he did a good job as yeah. this role. I thought he was doing okay. Yeah. Um, I cool. always forget he was the Clockwork Orange dude. Yeah. And yeah, then I'm was. like, oh, I yeah, was really was. hoping you were just going to say he was the Clockwork Orange because that's <laughs> the funniest thing in the world to me. <laughs> And yeah, yeah, he was. The Can we talk room. about how insane the final interrogation scene is? Uh-huh. Like, actually? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember the so they both... ones. So they're sitting around. Do you want to do... I don't know. I don't, all I know is... I like, don't remember, like, any of this They movie. take all their clothes off. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Well, we already talked about this, though, Mal- right? I just want to, like... Why does Malky get naked? Through it okay. Just, like, this is what happens in this movie. Malky gets naked first. Yeah. I don't know why. Okay. I don't remember if he decided to get naked. Well, is this he starting movie... the like seduction of the dude? This movie like, was uh, he... too scared to show us some peen. Oh, yeah. there was a lot of scenes where there should have been penis and there wasn't. Yeah. This so movie's, not, a... Not... Yeah, the... this movie's a coward. I guess. And then it does other stuff and you're like, you didn't have to show us yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like um, the, the whole opening scene, I think, is pretty like awful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it really geared me into, I don't want to watch this movie. Because, yeah. like, like, we're seeing... Do we want to talk about what happens in that opening scene? He tries no? to... Wait, what was that one? The one with the girl. Like, we kind of started... In the classroom? Yeah. Like, yeah. We kind of started talking about it, but I don't know. And he tries to... Sexually... Get her to talk to his fucking penis. Oh, yeah. Oh, and lot. then she, like, stabs him and, like, yells at him and runs. And, and then yeah. the, uh, the she person She gets him fired, yeah. right? Well, oh, right. Oh, yeah. No, he gets fired immediately because... He doesn't. He doesn't get fired from that. He's yeah, he in that, does. No, he's. I don't think so because he's in that. He's in that office, and she, he says she's lying. She's a slut, and the guy goes, "Well, why would you tell lies?" And she's like, "I stabbed him. Let let me know. Like, let's check like, it. Look at his arm." Yeah. And then he doesn't check it, and he's like, "But he's, it's says, implied that it's checked between cuts." Is so. it? Yeah. Well, he, well said, he tells him like, "You have to show me." He's like, oh, "That's ridiculous. I'm not doing that." And, like, the next scene is him, like, I don't have a job anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, he walks out of the... Are you sure? Because I remember him walking out of the office, and I don't remember him, like, get, cleaning out his desk yet. He walks out, and all the other teachers are like, huh? Isn't that... Or was that beforehand? Mm, uh, I feel like there was definitely, like, a thing in that scene where someone goes, um, I'll let this go unmentioned if you, like, don't do this. There was, like, a line where they say something like that. I don't, uh, I'm I don't pretty know. sure it was pretty clear-cut that he got fired. If he doesn't get fired from that, he gets fired immediately after. But I thought, yeah. like... Because in real life, he got multiple sexual assault uh, allegations sent against him at the school and did not get fired mm, from right. that oh, school. Oh, okay. So I, I, I just kind of assumed the movie went with they didn't care and they had fired him for something it else. It did seem like... I don't know. I can't remember how the scene really resolved. It felt I, like they said, like, let me check that stab wound like she mm-hmm. said to make sure that she's not lying and then it cuts to him like walking away like uh like the hulk at the end of the <laughs> episode of the hulk. he's like yeah and then he doesn't he go home to his wife and he's like he gives her a whole story about i was fired today or something like yeah. that or well, i'm not going back to the school because right, it was an ideological thing yeah. where he was being a hero for trying to like no one at the school like yeah supports communism anymore yeah or whatever Somebody called it a, a utopian idea that could never work in practice, and he got mad at them and said, right. if you keep teaching this, I'm going to resign. They're like, then resign. Yeah. Uh, and, he, and then he, they accepted his recognition. He's just like, no way. Um, uh, right. Oh, we also forgot to mention, so after he gets fired, I don't know what he's doing. He's just walking around, and then he gets recruited by the KGB. Right? Oh, yeah. That's but what that, like, happens in this movie. And then where does that go? I have no fucking clue. He okay. uses it to get out of like the interrogation later. Yeah. And that's it. And is it like, I guess because he's moving around a lot, his job? That's why he's like... I guess. Because they make mention of like the murders are all over the place. Mm-hmm. Like he moves around a lot. I don't know. That's that what I thought. It. Like it was, yeah. he was because of being, again, a KGB agent. Right? Like... I don't know how that happened. Yeah. Like, a general was just like, here's my card. Uh, you need a job? Like, I don't know why they were talking. Yeah, I, I don't understand. I remember this. the scene, but I don't know like, what he said he, to him. He like, brings him letters that he wrote to Moscow. He oh, brings him yeah. a package full of letters, and he's like, what does Moscow think about my letters? And they're like, they're great. Do you want to join the KGB? Oh, right. <laughs> he's just a fan of communism. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I forgot. He was the communist fan club member. Yeah, yeah. so they offer the job. Right. Jesus. It's weird. Um, All right, should we talk about the final interrogation then and the end of the movie? I don't know why he gets naked. I remember he gets naked (laughs) for some reason. I think maybe the inspector or the magistrate or whatever tells him to get naked for some reason. And then he's like... Uh, He goes, why don't you show me some of your (laughs) yarbles? You got any yarbles? I don't know what that is. Um... (laughs) Oh, okay. I haven't seen it in a while. Uh, and then Malcolm McDowell was like, hey, uh, ooh, get naked. Right. Oh, and yeah, he uses his psychic powers. Yeah. And then he's like, 
yo, are, I'm, like, I'm hot. Like, let's make out or something. And then he leans in and bites his neck and is like, oh, I'm sucking your blood. And then the dude's like, look at your dick. It's look hard. how rock hard you are. Yeah. That's, that's, you get rock hard Doesn't when you, like. he scream, like, look at your prick. Yeah. Yes. yes. Like, like three times. Yeah. yeah. Your prick. <laughs> And then Mac Mac It's so hard. It's like really screaming. And then, it's amazing. And then he gets in the Mac Mac Dog gets in the ground in like a fetal position and like yeah. cries or something. Yeah. And then confesses to all like they're like seven. Yeah, they're like, hey, we uh, we five. think you murdered like thirty six people. Uh, fifty seven in real life, I think. Oh, okay, uh, that's right. They're like, I think we think you murdered thirty six people. And he's like, here's the list. And he's like, no, here's the list, and lists them all off. Yeah, like off the top of this in the scene, they're literally like, I don't know if I'm gonna remember anything, and they're like, okay, well, whatever you got, and then he lists everyone, every information. Like, he, it's he, fucking weird. Date, place, and time. Yeah, like for all the people and their names, and he like, which is weird because how would he even know their names? I don't know, because he lures them away from like parks and then yeah. kills them. Like he doesn't know a lot of these people. It's baffling. Yeah, this movie. He's a psychic, and it ends. Kind of, yeah. Well, no, it does a thing that I thought was interesting, and this is something I wanted to ask you too, because it has, like, as he's going through the names, it looks like they have, like, real photographs of the victims yeah. come up and, like, yeah. kind of roll through the screen. Um, do they have a picture of the actor who played the doctor there, too? I'm pretty sure, like, the guy that, because he kills the doctor guy. Oh, maybe. I'm almost positive for a second his face is amongst that, and okay. I thought that was, like, why the fuck would you do that? Well, mm. well... Hmm. I have I have a problem with that then mm -hmm. because if they do actually use pictures of the real life murder victims, that's ridiculous because this is a fictionalized version of that. Yeah, it's a different name, the different yeah. different crimes, different like person because right. it changes his. He's like, also got psychic powers. Yeah, so the fact that they're trying to pass this off as a this is based on a real story kind of thing, I think is kind of gross because yeah. they fictionalize it. Yeah, and make it into like a thriller as opposed to like a. I mean, like a doctor, yeah. like almost like a biopic, yeah. a biopic, whatever. They don't. It's not that. It is not like no. even something like um, uh, the Zac Efron. Uh, I haven't seen it. The Zac Efron um, uh, uh, Bundy. Ted Bundy movie. Like at least that's presented as like a fictionalized or sensationalized biopic, right? Right. It's it's biopic. Biopic, yeah, whatever. It's I like, read it as biopic every time. So yeah. Okay. Um, but like that's saying here, this is a real person. We are fictionalizing the events, but it's based off. It's like he is real. This is like not. It's like one level obscured from even right, that. Which yeah. I don't. It's think... It's like one more acule away from. <laughs> if you're not going to use the at least the real name, I don't think you should. You don't. You don't get the right to like evoke emotional responses by using real victims. Yeah. yeah. It's a yeah. It's a little weird to try to again like because I think this was like the issue with the statement too, where it's like. The film at the very end says like, "Oh, look, it's we're trying to like present these victims as like like look, a presentation for these yeah. people." And it's like, but you didn't do it for the whole other two hours I suffered right. through. So like, right. And then I also think it's weird if they use a picture of an actor who did not die amongst yeah. people that did. That's also stupid. Right. Uh, don't do that. And and this movie again, like just just like you said, this movie isn't about the victims. Yeah. In any way whatsoever. Neither yeah. Was no, the we statement. don't know any characters. We don't know these people. Yeah. We don't. There's no impact like of the people like of deaths on yeah. people really i mean yeah. like you see like a crowd get angry yeah i think there's also a scene where like a mom is like a mother is kind of hysterical or whatever but it's not what the movie's about yeah i think the the dude goes and and like interviews a mom whose child is missing or something oh no wasn't it a thing where well maybe that happened but wasn't there a scene when they find a body and they're like oh well we don't want to bring it out because the mom's like right there like do like a semen test on it or something i don't remember that they say I like think, they yeah. say like weird shit it's just um, i don't know yeah, so if this about. if this movie 
didn't have Malcolm McDowell in it, like, at all. And he was just the murderer and, like, shown briefly. And it was about the, in, like, the investigation or the manhunt for him. Then it's kind of about the victims. It's about his crimes as opposed to the, the criminal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or a, yeah. you take away that part and you make it about both, a, like, a cat and mouse type, kind of game. And it still would be, like, I mean, the crimes would just serve to make you hate the dude and want him to be caught. But, like... I guess or, it's a valid... The other question, too, is, like, if you're going to fictionalize it, why not go further away from reality more? Right, And just right. make it your own story. I mean, that's not, like, crazy for, like, things to be kind of inspired by real life. Yeah. That's not unheard of, so... This is, like, they changed his last name and made gave him some psychic powers. But then, the, yeah, pretty much everything else pretty kind much of falls in line. The same. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember... Um, so that, that interrogation scene and then the confession, and then that's basically the end, right? And it cuts to that weird... There's a it weird... It cuts to the fucking most insane shit yeah. I was not prepared for in this entire So movie. how does it open... It just comes it, like, up on a shot. credits, right? Yeah. And then... Well, I mean, it's I like basically it... over. It shows a shot of Malcolm McDowell in, like, the woods, looking... Directly, in directly camera. into the like, it, is it a fisheye lens sort of? It's a little distorted. He's, a little yeah, distorted. It's just like a big. He looks like he's in a mid two thousands alternative rock music, music video. video. Yes. Yeah. Very much. Yeah. yeah. He's staring directly into the camera, moving closer weird... and like moving around. <laughs> yeah. We have to put this scene up on YouTube or something because it is <laughs> insane. So there's text that goes up and it's like, oh, he was caught. He was executed. Uh, well, kind of. It, foreign it... governments. Well, so they in. say they they say he was scheduled for execution, but taken to a site that no one knows where or when it happened. Hmm. And then they say Americans and someone else was like would pay very handsomely to like have like a intelligence Study bureaus on, or on whatever. Him. Yeah, alive. Yeah, it's alive in all yeah. caps, and that's yeah. the, what it leaves on. It's, he's just like they know when he was killed. They just don't know where because he was okay. killed on Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was. Executed. Well, they made it, what, the text made it seem like they made it a point to be like he was taken. Like yeah. we don't know where or right. whatever. Um, which I think what it meant to imply is he was executed, but there were people who wanted him alive, and it's like that's the horror. Is like, that was part of it? But they did that. They did. It take seemed him to away me to, like, like they were like really site. trying to say like, is he still alive? Mm. Oh, mm. and then he's still staring at you, and then he does his little. Closing the book trick. He does do like a little close the book. Yeah. He, he like literally f- the he fade. literally fades the movie out with his hand. He was killed. He, what, it's insane. It's so fucking weird. Yeah. He was killed ten days after I was born. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Uh, like I don't know if the movie's trying. <laughs> well, you were really in danger for a couple days. There. <laughs> yeah. While well, he was in Soviet prison. <laughs> yeah. I still find it wild that I was born like a couple months before the Soviet Union finally dissolved. I think. Oh no, it, it dissolved in like ninety one. Right. Never mind. Was it ninety two? I thought it was ninety four for some reason. Nixon died like the month I was born. I know that. Mm. I was born like the weekend Kurt Cobain killed himself. Whoa, oh, nice. Yeah, resurrected. Maybe you're the. No, it's. I think it was like a couple of days after, uh, but like okay. the same weekend. Maybe you were a husk of a human, and then oh, then and then you were the... I was imprinted with uh, the the spiritual Kurt Cobain reincarnation. Anyway, um, maybe not. I'm not. <laughs> did I have a question? I'll I don't remember way. this. Um, did it? tell you his real name at the end in the end credits thing it's like or... andre ruvalenko or something like that it's like really close to no, this not really but but i'm saying like it's an evilenko but did it like say the real person this no, happened so it so, presented no. so here so it presented it as a real thing that happened but didn't give you his real name i think right. it was just like this is based on a book that was based on true events i don't know if they actually directly say this is based on real life but no, but that end, that end credits thing referenced the real stuff that happened, I think. 
Like, like he actually, the real dude right. got killed on that date, and yeah. he was executed at an offsite. Mm. And American, I think, the other countries probably did. They wanted it to study him for his psychic powers. No, they wanted to study him for his his like his yeah, um, for like psychological profiling. Yeah, for, for like being a psychopath. serial killers. Yeah, yeah. yeah for like a, they wanted to like <laughs> no, not, it's not a men who uh, t- who what is that? Yeah, Stryker didn't want to capture yeah. him for his anti mutant <laughs> yeah. program. What's that one movie? The men who stare at goats. I don't. Yeah, uh, yeah. I guess yeah, so. it's about like this experiment CIA did. Like, and, okay, ultra shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. it's not like okay, that. Okay, okay. <laughs> but like, that's fucking <laughs> gross, right? A little bit. Like it, it tells you the, it tells you, like the end slate of like, it, like the end slate of fucking what? What's that Mark Wahlberg movie where the Eagles? Invincible or whatever? Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. why that's coming to my mind. It's like yeah, the, the foremost <laughs> example of here's the real footage playing. <laughs> Yeah. And this is a fictionalized version of the story, but here's what really happened. Yeah. You know what I mean, right? Yeah. What? Right, isn't that the guy? Huh? Oh, Jesus. The guy? The football guy? What's Who? the guy's name? I don't know. Is it Vince Papali? Vince Lombardi, maybe? No. No. That's, that's no. the other guy. Okay. Uh, no, I forget his name. I don't, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Right? yeah. But, like, it did that, sans the real footage, but then did it fictionalized. Right. Which is fucking weird. Like, it didn't want to admit that this was a real thing that happened. Because you could leave that movie thinking, oh, Evil Enko was a real person. And then you'd look him up and go, oh, wait, no, he wasn't. It Vince was a Papale. different... Yeah, that's, that's what it. I said. Did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow, football fan. I, I just knew the name of the guy. It's just... Yeah, it's I, weird. It's gross. I think it's gross. It's a gross I think movie. It's, it's, yeah, I don't like that they do that. And then I also don't like that literally the last bit of text on screen is based on uh, the book This by the guy who directed the movie yeah i think that's kind of just weird and yeah like, based on like, the real life murderer yeah maybe it's odd the it's, communist who ate children it's a good title though it's, it's a pretty, pretty good, good title pretty that's good. a good title for like a like a pulp for sure i don't know if, yeah like a pulp <laughs> sci-fi uh noir it or feels, something yeah it's weird but whatever it says it's a novel too so i don't yeah. know how much that's also fictionalized like it just seems like a really weird idea to make a fictionalized thing about a real life thing but not make it based on it just make it like you change the name and adjust the crimes a little bit like that's not based on that is you adapting a real life thing into a like based on implies like oh hey i was inspired by this to write a book but it's like no i'm just gonna steal yeah it's not texas chainsaw with like ed gein you know right yeah yeah it's really weird yeah stupid i didn't like this one no what's our goo grade it was kind of there were some scenes where there were i don't know i just feel like it, again it's one of those movies where it's like it could be good it's got Shh. some potential i guess some of the direction wasn't like bad like it looked like a movie for the most part yeah it looked like a movie as opposed to some of the other ones we've watched but yeah it's just i don't know we got goo in this one i don't think so don't think no so. no goo no i think we're gooless Gooless, um, out of five pen droppings. Hold on. No. Can we talk about the composer for a second? Oh, right. Oh, right. Angelo Badalamente. Yeah. yeah, and the featuring two original songs of oh, yeah. Dolores Reordering. Or, or, or Reordering? I, I don't know how to say her so, name. I thought, yeah, I thought it was just Reordering. Reordering? Oh Reardon! Oh, oh Reardon! Reardon. Yeah. yeah, Dolores or Reardon. I don't. I don't Rest remember any music in the movie. I don't so either. That's a shame. Uh, I I've fell asleep a couple times because it was Angelo Badalamente, <laughs> and it's just that same. It's very Twin it Peaksy is, organ. It is so dreamy, and 
Yeah. Like his, the whole movie. His music doesn't serve something that is utterly boring. Yeah. Yeah. It just makes you go want to go to sleep. Yeah. He's a great he's a great composer. But, yeah. And then yeah, we got some two original songs by the basically the Cranberries, so were they good? I don't remember. I don't remember them. them. Okay. Well. I think one played over the credits and maybe both played over the credits. I, I don't know. know. I don't remember the music at all. Do we like this better than the statement? Where's this rank compared to the statement? <sighs> the f- statement sucked, but I don't know if I wanted to fall asleep during it. Uh, as I much. also don't like. But also, this one maybe maybe it's the same. I don't know. Maybe it's just tied with that movie. I don't know. It's weird because on the one hand, the statement made us try to make us feel sympathy for him, which is gross. On the other hand, this movie it's showed grosser. us him doing the crimes, yeah. which is really gross. Like at least we didn't get this. At least we didn't have scenes, or a ton of them at least. We the opening scene of the statement, I think, yeah. was, but it wasn't like graphic. And it wasn't the whole movie, yeah. right? You know, I don't know which is grosser. I think the sympathy thing is grosser. I think I like the statement less. Yeah, I think so. Me too. Because this movie is gross, but this I... movie didn't actively piss me off. As yes, much as the statement. It was just kind of like this is weird, and I'm not really enjoying myself. Yeah. But like the statement was like, uh, stop. <laughs> when I say gross, I I didn't have like I didn't have a visceral reaction to this film. I think I had a little more of a visceral reaction to the statement. Like mm. that, I don't want to. Yeah. Be cool to a Nazi. Yeah. This is like I don't care about this. Yeah. And it's gross in that way uh yeah i say so so um whatever out of five hard malky mcdowell cox yeah what's it malky malky mcdowkey malky mcdowkey out of five rock hard malky mcdowkey schlongs what are we giving it out of five rejected roles for terrence stamp (laughs) (laughs) that's a good one um you know agile dynamite uh scored national lampoon's christmas vacation holy (laughs) Did you know that? I no. did know that yeah. deep in the recesses of my brain. Yeah. He also uh, scored the 2006 <laughs> Wicker Man movie. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Dominion, prequel to The Exorcist. He did that one, too. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, Cabin Fever by Eli Roth, the 2002 version. Okay. <laughs> he does a lot of the fucking... He does a lot of stuff. Anyway, sorry. He did... Uh, uh, um... He did Dream Warriors. He did Dream Warriors. Oh yeah, he did do Dream Warriors. Yeah, he did um, the David Cage game, Heavy Rain. No, the other one, the the to, the Fahrenheit, Indigo Prophecy. Oh yeah, he did Indigo Prophecy. I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't existing. see that on here. When was that? Two thousand one, two thousand two, two thousand three, two thousand four. Is that under other works? Probably. I don't see it on here. Weird. Anyway, you want to stop lying? He did it, though. All right. We'll see. Uh, I'm going to give this two. One. 1.5. Two. Yeah. No know. more than two. No. If he did Fahrenheit. Yeah. By David Cage. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is that what it's also called, Indigo Prophecy? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry. They're two names. Okay. Fahrenheit or Indigo Prophecy. Yes, I see that here. Anyway, okay. sorry. Um... We rating it? Yeah. I'm gonna give one. Yeah, one. Yeah, I don't know. Two? I'm saying no more than two. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's not I didn't find it to be dog shit. I just found it to be like kind of objectionable and then boring. Yeah. One point five. Maybe that's where I'm gonna sit at. 
I'll give it a two just for Malcolm McDowell's. Yeah, he, doing he, work. he did a so. good performance in this, so. That's why it's a one for me. <laughs> <laughs> and Angelo Bedlamenti. Yeah, I mean, again, I do need something a little more interesting on the screen to not make me want to fall asleep to a score, but yeah. it is good. Uh, I guess that's it, right? What's your favorite scene, Dan? The end. With him trying to hypnotize me. Okay. Um, Roxy? I think the, I think the I'm your father scene, just because it's so baffling, I and think. It was, like, attention getting. Yeah. Like, oh, this is something, huh? Yeah, I just, that, that psychiatrist didn't even need to be in the movie. He, like, tries to help the police out and then lies and says that you're never going to find him, knows where he is, goes to try to confront him and dies. Yeah, for a while I thought it was going to be, like, that was going to be their, like, Hannibal Lecter guy. Yeah. Because I, I also thought this guy was like a weird child uh, rapist guy. We didn't talk about that really quick. We didn't talk about that interrogation scene. Because they were like, hey, weren't you convicted? And he's like, no, that's not me. Mm. I'm not good enough to do this or something like that. But then there was also the scene later when he was in the theater with the kids. And the, the guy was like, you know, you just come here to like wank off to kids in a theater. I think he stuff. was. And I think, I guess he was just trying to be a dick to well, him. But like, I couldn't. I think I the, the I line was like, he said, um, he was trying to make a point that it could be anyone or something like that, and the guy's like, I forget what the dude said, but then he's like, oh yeah, it could even be a dude sitting in a theater with oh, a bunch yeah. of kids. Like, he was just trying to point out that, hey, I could clearly make this, give you motivation here if you don't cooperate with us, I think. Hmm. Okay, I see. It's, that's my reading one. I could be completely wrong. Anyway. He's just leaning on him. One. Favorite uh, scene, whatever. I said. The dad, the daddy scene. I don't remember my favorite scene. Nude Same. confession starring Malcolm McDowell. That would be my if the end. Yeah, the, that scene probably is my favorite. If that shot at the end didn't happen, then the nude confession scene would probably be my. favorite When he's scene. like, "You'll look at your prick." <laughs> that's my probably my favorite scene. <laughs> um, that's it. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, we forgot to read all this at the top of the episode, but whatever. Uh, you know, akimbraisman at gmail dot com. Kibasement.com is your hub for all things Fab. Follow us on Twitter at BasementCast. Join our Discord server. Patreon.com slash it came from a basement. You get bonus episodes of movies recommended by patrons. Uh, exclusive Discord roles and retrospective episodes. When are we coming up on the next retrospective? I feel like it's been a while for um, since that. I feel like it's not been that long. Really? I don't know. Uh, I don't know what time it feels like. After some honeymoons, so after oh, our okay. next one, wow. cool. We might be coming up on one. Huh? Yeah. All right. It feels like uh, not long ago that I had to try to rank. This ranking is somehow this, is this wild. This one's gonna be harder too. This is wild. I don't know if I don't, this one's gonna well, be that bad. I mean, the last one was tough. I don't know if this one's gonna be as tough. Not as tough. I feel. I feel like we're on an upswing. A little bit. Yeah. Um. Next week we are watching Zombie Honeymoon. Two thousand four. Uh, 2004 comedy horror i hope independent horror film okay. uh that you uh it says the new york times described it as not quite the camp fest it's absurd but undeniably catchy title suggests but actually an emotionally driven blend of romance comedy and horror it won a right. 2006 chainsaw award for best low budget film okay all right and you can find it on showtime okay okay 
It's a Showtime produced movie, I think. That, wow. All right. Let's do it. The, it's the tagline on it, yeah. it has it. 82% on Rotten Tomatoes. Are we getting a good movie? Uh, it says the tagline on Real Good is Zombie Honeymoon is a gore-soaked exploration of how far the boundaries of love, true love can be pushed without reaching a breaking point. Uh, okay, gang. Uh, let's end <laughs> up this. Let's wrap up this episode and watch it right now. Yeah. Um, I'd like to rate us on Apple Podcasts. Rate, subscribe, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, etc. Heinz All Natural Distilled White Vinegar pod, uh, lemon scent disinfecting pod, communist pod, almond pod, <laughs> communist pod, uh, Goya medium enriched grain pod, uh, Fuller House season five part A pod. Uh, I just got a notification for that. I didn't realize they made five fucking seasons of that show already. Shit. Wait, what? Fuller House, the sequel to oh. Full House. They're on season five. I didn't know that got past season one. <laughs> it's on season five. Five dash A part A. <laughs> Fuller House act one. Back three, back two. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, I'd like to thank Fuller House Stuck. <laughs> Shut up, Fuller hey. House Stuck. <laughs> I'd like God, to thank it. Nick Vittori for our artwork and Mike Wood for his theme song. Next week we're watching Zombie Honeymoon. Yeah, yeah. Bye. Bye.